Jesus Christ, Doc, you disintegrated Einstein. Disintegrated Einstein. Einstein. It's a mini-sode. Hi, it's Frida. And it's Abby. It's mission catch-up time. What does a science podcast do with a story spanning 27 movies? Make a mini-series. We're talking character and story development, over-the-top action, and of course, science plots that get more and more extreme. Join us as we delve deeper and deeper into the Marvel Cinematic Universe in ways that destroy Frida's brain cells one by one. We will make a believer out of her yet, or she'll go full Thanos and snap me out of the podcast. <laughs> it Thanos, who's that again? It's episode two of five of our Marvel miniseries. And this time we're doing Thor 2, The Dark World. We pick up with Thor, or with Jane rather, off on another little trip searching for anomalies. This time she's in London, mate. While looking at this anomaly, Jane is sucked into some sort of alternate dimension universe placed through time and space. We don't know where she is. We don't know what's going on. We know that there is some cloudy stuff gone inside her. This alerts Heimdall because obviously he's watching out for Thor because, you know, Thor is just being all broody and staring after Jane because he's all in love with her and stuff. Even though he came back to Earth during the Avengers and didn't even say hello to her. Like, come on, dude. Anyway, <laughs> Thor goes in search of Jane, finds her, finds that she's now got some magical powers and must bring her home to mommy and daddy. Chaos ensues, some dark elves turn up, Frigga is bye-bye, Jane gets cured and Thor apparently moves to Earth to live a normal life with his love. I, what? No. Anyway. <laughs> Thor 2, The Dark World. Not the best Marvel movie that has ever existed. Yeah, that was me watching it. I was like, I think I've arrived at the first crap one. <laughs> the shit one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> this, even when I was watching it again, and I was just like, I think I said to you at one point, I was like, I am sorry. Like, I'm sorry that you have to watch this movie because I don't even know. Like, that's a shit summary, but it's a shit summary for a shit movie. So what are you going to do? <laughs> Frigga, though. I can't believe Anthony oh, Hopkins she's, she's gets wonderful. to fucking survive, but the nice lady dies. She's great, though, isn't she? They gotta move the story along. They've got it's gotta be, it's gotta be a Loki development story, man. Totally. Who's the only person in the world that Loki loved? Frigga. All right, wise cracking gods and superheroes. I wrote that, or did someone else? Is that something else? Is this another person's phrase? Did I write that? <laughs> Wisecracking gods and superheroes. That that was my summary of the movie. <laughs> if I came up with that, it's like good. It's a good. That's good. Well done, Frida. <laughs> okay, let's talk. Is there anyone in the cast that you want to Christopher talk about? Christopher Eccleston. <laughs> I know. <laughs> okay. I wrote him down not for me, but literally just for you. <laughs> There is something really weird about him being like this dark elf. I don't know why. Well, the dark just elves, like his... which is not a very like, they, they were just, they were just a, that was a shit race. <laughs> so they were like, a, it was just weird dark elves. It was just like so weird because Lord of the Rings and I don't know. I don't know what to say. Like it was just weird. and It was just like a shit made up kind of like, let's, what's the evil people for this? What's the evil people for this movie? And I was like, 
dark elves grow. I liked dark it elves. then. I liked this whole like idea that elves were dark instead of them always being like the fairyland woodland happy lovely creatures. It was like But oh, the dark cool. elves implies that there's not dark elves. <laughs> They're just elves. The fact that they're called dark elves <laughs> implies a not dark elf. <laughs> it's a dumb name. These are the guys that were like, we are not into this forest shit at all. We see the technology those fuckers have. I want some of that. That's who so these Christopher guys are. Eccleston, that's my guy. I love him. Yes. I like um <laughs> Thor, I approve. Yeah, and I wanted to tell you that I love Loki and everything he says and everything he does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Excellent. I do like him. And I also approve, I, I approve of the way Thor let Heimdall know he was ready to fly the rainbow. Heimdall. Yeah. I approve. Because <laughs> last time I was like, why is he screaming? But this time I was like, no, no, this is, the, this is good. He just says, Heimdall, okay. beam me up. <laughs> This is nice, right? Because you, uh, the first one also, you didn't like the hammer, and then in Avengers, you were like, you've you've come on side with the hammer. Now you've come on side with the uh, with the Heimdall. Yeah. Beat me up, Heimdall. <laughs> I went to the beach today. It was like a very wild beach, and there was like been a lot of rain today, and it was a very cloudy sky, and there was this most incredible segment of a rainbow. It was like completely vertical sticking out from the clouds, like just a bit of a rainbow, and I was like, it's Heimdall's bridge. <laughs> <laughs> Heimdall Look at what we've Asgard. done to her <laughs> Yeah fine <laughs> Okay so I want to Yeah I want to talk about the I want, Yeah I want to talk about the cast And our, our character development And stuff in, in, in a minute So I'll move on from the cast for now The, o- the only kind of addition really is the Um the Darcy's assistant, which I love. <laughs> mm, hilarious. Your assistant's assistant. It's wonderful. Uh, okay, so are there any scenes or anything that you want to pick out? I've got so much stuff to mention in the questions, so I'll just leave that. Okay. All right. I just want to say there's um, there's some dialogue stuff that I just think that I, I always enjoy. So one line that I really enjoyed. You must think I'm a piece of bread that needs to be buttered so heavily. Mm. I just loved it. I thought it was great. Fine. Um, oh yeah, did you see? So what you're saying about the Heimdall thing? I totally forgot. There is that dialogue. Why? Why are you calling me? I didn't want to shout. <laughs> it's when Darcy um, is ringing Jane, and she's like, "Why are you ringing me?" And she's like, "Oh, I didn't want to," because they were just like across the lot oh. from each other. She's like, "I didn't want to shout." It just made me think <laughs> of what you had said about him shouting for Heimdall. So good. <laughs> Um, I love Heimdall chasing down the ship. I just think that's an excellent scene. Oh, that is a f- absolutely fantastic scene. Uh, that was one of my answers for question two. Heimdall crashing oh, crashing sorry. a ship. Unbelievable. Then the trope that and... he does one ship and then there are like 50 ships. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it's like there's the real ship. This was the decoy ship. But And I love uh, Frigga's fight with the bad guy. I, I think her death is fantastic. Mm. So... Yeah, um, just, there's a little my, my bits that I enjoy about I the movie, know, like, and now there's. I just think it's sexist. The mother has to die protecting the kid. I'm just like Jesus. Give the mother something else to do other than die to protect her children. I uh, but I more saw it like that she. It was that that showing that Frigga's also a warrior. Like she's yeah. not just she can't easily be killed. 
No, he no, doesn't. He doesn't like, know the, that. The, Eccleston can't take her on on his own. He's got to bring in the big creepy fucker to kill her. And he for sure didn't expect, like we didn't expect, that she would fight. He was like, yeah. oh, oh, underestimated her. And we're like, you're damn right, you did. She's still an Asgardian, though. That's true. They would all be warriors. So. Okay, so let's go into our first. So our first topic, uh, rather than question, I guess, is a discussion about where we're at in the story, our character development and dynamics. So our returning characters, we've got our returning scientists. We've got Jane, who is officially Dr. Foster with three degrees. Um, I presume undergrad master's doctorate. So she, she has her doctorate. She is Dr. Foster. Um, we still have Darcy hanging around as her assistant. Why? I don't know, but she is. Selvig's brain has broken from his encounter with Loki's mind messery mm. from the Avengers. Um, and then we have Thor, who seems to have a little bit more humility than he than he had in the first mm. movie. And Loki, we get to see some more emotion than we saw in the first movie. How are you feeling about the the story and the character development here? I love the way Thor, like, I love the way everyone is scared of Thor. Like, we really saw his power. And I think that we really saw, more than the last film, we really saw Thor's strength. And I think even maybe it's just his attitude change made it stand out more. But the way he turned up in the prison and everyone's reaction, you could just see how terrifying he actually is. And I did appreciate that that came through. Good. Mm. And there's a couple other Is that things. it? What about the rest? There's more. Um, I like the... Okay, so it's like Iron Man 3 where the lady gets powers. Like, what's up with that? What's up with the whole, like, give the lady powers? Oh, yeah. <laughs> the ether. What's the deal? <laughs> Culturally, with with MCU. This, like, let's yeah, give Yeah, I them- don't know. Well, I suppose... I suppose that whole thing like with MCU is that like or Marvel and general Marvel comics, it always started with the mostly started with the male superheroes. And then obviously they started to think, oh, we got to we got to get some women in here. And that's why as you as you progress, you then get like Lady Thor and She-Hulk and um, yeah, the other characters that I know it's DC, take over. But... Yeah. But but yeah, it's like they instead of they pass it over to to women. Mm. So. Well, it is interesting, but yeah, for initially there's, but there's always got to be a damsel in distress. Someone has to be in distress mm-hmm. for the hero to come to their rescue. Yeah. And to, I guess in terms of the story, it's like, how do you bring Thor back to earth again on his own? Like without it being the Avengers. Um, and it's got to be related to Jane and Jane has to be in trouble for that to happen. Yeah. Fair enough. So, it's like accomplishing yeah. the damsel in distress, but at the same time giving the woman a bit of power. Mm. Cool. And the other thing I said was that, but yeah. also, but this is also. Did you watch all the way through to the end credits? I'm pretty sure I did. There's been a lot of end credits in my head because I've watched so much Marvel. Okay. It's like I can't. Keep There's track. the scene when the Asgardians bring the ether to the collector. Oh yeah, the collector. <laughs> Benico <laughs> del Toro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah watch that oh god that was creepy and then i so googled i do him. believe it's like a real well i do believe i'm allowed to say yes. because i do believe that in that scene they do specify that it is an infinity yes. stone yes so we have officially met our first infinity stone in the ether. what about loki's stick 
Do they say that in this movie? No, but I'm just saying. What's Loki's yeah. stick? Something that we'll find okay, out fine. about. Um, it's an infinity stone okay, as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fine. Okay. Because you have teased it, you're like, watch out for the thing. Well, I wanted to say it in Avengers and you were just like, no, we don't know that yet. And I was like, okay. <laughs> Shut up. Then. Okay. But we know now here for sure that the ether is an affinity stone. They specify it. They bring it to Benico del Toro. Okay. Um, so that's kind of a story development. Okay. In terms of I understanding see. the where we're going, the in, understanding the Infinity Stone, Benico del Toro's collector character. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, and then we have so that's kind of what the interaction like Jane has kind of woken up this Infinity Stone, which wakes up the elves, and that's what sets them on them. Thor has to go and rescue Jane, but then in the midst of all of this we have that moment where Frigga dies, which is something that allows us to see more of, more to Loki. Okay. Um, how did you feel about that? That's one of my favourite scenes when Thor goes down to see Loki and it, and he's just normal and then he's like, you know, like, drop the veil kind of mm-hmm. thing and then he drops it and you just see the, like, the destruction of the cell yeah. and Loki is a mess. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, the prison sequence I thought in general was awesome. It was pretty good. Yeah. Um, I had so just it's not so much character. What's well, character dynamics? I guess is that um, just the whole thing where they eat breakfast. You know. Right. It's like because I feel like there's a whole MCU gag where like there's all these heroes but they do normal shit. Like when they're in the yeah. library and their feet are squeaky. <laughs> like or you know sliding down window. What was that? Oh yeah, you're sliding down the window, hitting it, or like with the catching a train. Like it's like. There's a thing where it's like, yeah, all these people are heroes, but here's this relatable thing. It's like People magazine. That's like obviously an MCU gag, but that that um, that train bit though, that train scene was yeah. so funny. When he catches the train, the train? he catches the train, and he's like, "Is oh, this the yeah. stop?" And then and then the lady like pushes up against him by accident, and, like puts her hands on his chest to steady herself, and she's like, "Sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry," <laughs> and he's just standing there, it's like. That gives a little smile. Those, it's those bits. It's very charming. It's very funny. The yeah. gags of like we're gods, but also he's us being normal. Anyways, that's and you've said it before about Chris Hemsworth because he does have. He's just he's actually such a great comedic actor. Like he really mm-hmm. is very good. Yeah, I know. Um, I know. And very entertaining to watch. And then like. Yeah, I do, the only thing I don't, I mean, there's there's stuff about the movie, all right, that I was like, I don't, I don't particularly like the story, but that's because we talked about it when we talked about the first Thor movie with the whole Jane character and the ridiculousness of her falling in love with an alien from space. I like a love at first sight thing of a crazy guy with this super strength and she's not scared of him. And then it's this like, they've been around to get each other for a day and now it's true love. And it's the same thing now again. And, and she's this giggly little schoolgirl yep. in the whole brief brought to Asgard and and I get it yeah of course I don't fine. Get, yeah. you might be a little bit like no I don't I don't, I don't get it I didn't get it I didn't get it I think it's yeah. yeah and then it just bugged me that at the end he comes back it's this idea that like he's now going to what settle and have a mortal life on earth for Jane yeah it's completely unreasonable not saying that Jane's not worthy I'm just saying She's that it's worthy. like 
it's a weird dynamic the whole point of their love story it's not fleshed out and it feels pointless yeah i agree um it deserves more like the love story portion of it deserves more attention in order to make it believable it's not believable yeah. so that always just bugged me a little bit about this movie anyway let's move on then to maybe it's um, like how jonathan saffron Foyle left his wife and natalie portman <laughs> did you know that oh stop <laughs> It's true. It's true. I don't... Because she's... Yeah. People just get obsessed with Natalie Portman. Anyways. Let's go into the second question, which is best bits, funny bits. I liked the date scene in the beginning. I thought it was very good. Oh, Chris O'Dowd. Yeah, it was very good. I love him so much. But there was a lot of little things, like when Thor hangs his hammer up. They go into a room and he finds someone yeah. to hang the hammer up. There's like a lot of like very little, great little bits. But the funniest thing for me was this one when Darcy and Jane, no, Jane, when Darcy was kissing the, the guy and it was yeah. like, Darcy, Jane, Selvig, Mew Mew. <laughs> the gag, <laughs> the hammer goes by them. Yeah. It was like that the whole thing that they were doing, jumping around, was really great, but it led to this amazing gag. And also down to even yeah. the way Darcy was holding him during the kiss. Like a bit of physical <laughs> comedy there, but like the whole gag of them being like, you're here. Oh, we walked it on you. And then the hammer goes by. And it, it, it was just, it was good. It was great. Yeah. Loved it. The, it, it oh, there's There's so much... I think this meow, is the meow, reason, one of the main it? reasons why people love Marvel. It, it's just, it's the comedy. It's the way that they made, that they're able to just get all these little things in there that you just pick mm-hmm. up on. Um, I love naked Eric at um, Stonehenge <laughs> running around with his face to stick in the ground. He's just looking completely mad. I just love it. I think it's fantastic. It just made me laugh a lot. <laughs> the guy's like, is, is that your doctor friend? <laughs> Um, I love the the bit when Thor turns up at the start and um, he basically like protects Jane and Darcy from the rain. But as soon as Jane walks towards him, the protective cloud <laughs> follows Jane and just leaves Darcy. Yeah. In the rain. I know. Yeah. All these bits, all these <laughs> little things good. are very funny. Yeah. Uh, very funny. And then there's a there's just one line where it's like, I've got this completely under control. Is that why everything's on fire? <laughs> <laughs> when Thor goes to the planet at the start to help out. Yeah, 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 <laughs> just, exactly. There's just clever, like you said, it's just clever little things in there that just make you just giggle mm-hmm. or, or or just pick up on it. Or as you said, with the Mew Mew, it's just like a trace of a gag from before. Like they always keep the thread of what's happened previously running through it. So you can connect to it in that way. And that's what's clever about it because they never just let it, they never just let things fall away. No. Things will, things, things come, come back. back. There's all these little stuff that will appear again that just makes you go, oh yeah. And it does feel like you're following a story, which I just, I just enjoy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. They give you this. It's good. Yes. Nothing more to add. <laughs> okay, so question number three, or part three, really. We uh, So talk about the technology or some of the science that's presented in this. So there's a few things that pop up here. I just kind of had like a line a little bit here and there and a few, a few bits. And then I've just got one thing. <laughs> one thing <laughs> that I had to bring up. So what have you got? I just have four quotes from my favourite scientist, Dr. Jane. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> That's a quantum field generator. Okay, wait. So you've said it. So now. Okay, okay. That's my thing. That's my thing. Okay. Go. Go on. Is that is that is that the rest of the it's quote? Just, I'm just quoting her dumb quotes. But yeah, you go. What do you want to say about you, the quantum field uh, generator? Anything else you want to say about it? No. So yeah. So she says quantum field generator, and they say it's a soul forge, and she just uh, uh they say um. It's a soul forge. And she says, does it transfer molecular energy from one place to the other? And they kind of go like, yes, and look surprised that she understands. And she just looks at him and she's like, oh, quantum field generator. Mm. Nods as if like, oh, <laughs> it's so cute. I'm so, I'm so sciencey. I'm so smart. I'm so excited. Okay. Ah. Fucking fuck off. QFT. Right? Quantum field theory. Okay. Yeah. Connects quantum mechanics and special relativity. A basic explanation is that everything that we know about particles and antiparticles as it connects to the standard model of physics is described through quantum fields. What we call matter is a quantum field and particles are just excitations of this quantum field. So for example, the electromagnetic field is made up of photons. So it's not like you just generate a quantum field. It's just there. It's just a thing oh my God. so i don't know why it's I connecting the transfer of molecular energy across space oh. yes excitations of the field gives rise to what we see as particles and i suppose a more energetic particle can move so maybe they're trying to isolate the ether and cause emotion or something but it's just you a quantum field generator is not a thing you can't generate a quantum field they just it's exist. just how to describe it do you know what? I have a PhD in classical field theory. And at the beginning of the PhD with the background and my supervisor was like, I think you should also include quantum field theory in your own PhD just because I think. And so I, I got, I have so many books on this and I, you know, we just, yeah. I wrote a lot on quantum field theory, which is generalized classical field theory, you guys. You guys, it just generalizes classical field theory. And then, and then after I included that in the thesis, he was like, you know what, let's scrap that. Let's just go. Oh, God. <laughs> no, no. I wouldn't babble. I love my PhD supervisor, but that's just like, then he'd be like, <laughs> but that yeah. was like his brain fart was like, I think we should include it. And then his next brain fart was like, yeah, let's cut it. No, and I'm like, not, it's yeah. fine. I didn't spend a lot of time with equations. He was like, you here. should have to, you should be able to derive. She, he was like, you should be able to derive the Lagrangian on your own. In my opinion, in order to get this degree, you should be able to derive it on your own. I was like, okay. I'll derive it on my own. Field theory describes fields, which is something which yeah. can be described at every point in space is a field. That's what a field is. This is the, That's this a field. Is the thing. My master's, my master's was quantum field theory. I did relativistic waves and quantum field theory, advanced quantum field theory, standard model of like standard model of physics and beyond. Like that's what my, like it's, it's just field like it's 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 a quantum fields are a thing you don't generate you don't generate they exist you don't create a quantum field that then goes around her and then they (laughs) use that to investigate her like it's basically like it's almost like a giant full body scanner is what they were showing and then they were saying that that was a quantum field it was generating a quantum field and through the generation of this quantum field they were then able to transfer molecular energy from one place to the other which is not how a quantum field mm. works it was like a scanner so, so you need well obviously a field would have a source create a field maybe and then you'd scan mm. the field i don't give a shit all i know is quantum field generator isn't a thing and i agree the scene was fucking stupid is it this and they're like yes and she's like <laughs> quantum field generator it's, yeah it's almost like she was visiting like 
another, she was at another university looking at another lab and they just have a different name for it. And she's like, oh, look, I can identify that. It's cool. I don't, that, that doesn't anyway, cover how stupid it doesn't cover how stupid it was. Give us your next quote. I'm trying to think if I can get the words. You can cut this, but like, can I think of how dumb it was? Can I think of another? <laughs> you know, you know, you know what it was? It's like, if it's like the, the level of um, condescension she was doing was as if you go to like a country where they don't speak English and therefore you think they're idiots and you're like, is it this? Well, they say, this is the word in Japanese. And you're like, oh, it does it do this? And they're like, yeah. And you're like, oh, cute. Do you have a Japanese word for this thing? She's like talking down to them. That's what <laughs> yeah, it is. It's her yeah, being in like Japan that's and being exactly like, oh, what it was. Cute. you mean you've got a special word for this thing too? <laughs> that's what it was. Um, all right. What other dumb oh, Jane bits? Yeah, go on. Give me your other, give me your next quote. We had a stable gravitational anomaly. We had unimpeded access. Sorry, I just love this because so I I also then wrote a bit on stable gravitational anomaly. <laughs> Great. This is working out. Okay, so basically gravitational anomalies are the differences between the observed acceleration of Earth's gravity and the values predicted from some model of how the gravity would be predicted to appear. So they're often due to unusual concentrations of mass in a region. So like the presence of a mountain range will usually cause the gravitational force to be more than it would on a featureless area. Um, so that's like a positive gravity anomaly. So basically that, that was it. It was just say like, that's what a gravitational anomaly is. A big thing. Uh, yeah. So I don't know what, what this was about. <laughs> we had unimpeded access. Say the light again. We had a stable gravitational oh, yeah. anomaly. We had unimpeded Okay, so they're access. saying that the so they're saying that this this thing that was allowing some sort of transport between mm. was a gravitational anomaly. But like how how is it how how is it a gravitational anomaly? How is the 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 dropping the keys and then them disappearing or maybe they flip through like, it seemed to be a portal to another place. Like, when she goes mm. through, she ends up in another place. An anomaly so meaning wha what something shouldn't be there because something is changing. Yeah, fine. But how is it gravitational? How, yeah. Is, are they saying that it is gravity is somehow... Causing it. But if there was some sort of, like... Yeah, I just, I don't know. Like, some is, it, is this the... Oh, my God, I'm going to bring it up. Is it Bob Lazar? Totally. Yeah, it's basically blaming everything. The way you described the spaceships. It's yeah, gravitational, anti-gravity. Totally. I think I think we're onto yeah. something. I think it's like the anti-gravity tropey pseudoscience thing. Anti-gravity. It's, just, it's just knowing that like gravity is a big deal. And so using gravity to explain shit. Like, cause you, yeah. you're like, I know gravity is like a thing. <laughs> it's a big deal somehow. Gravity's All right. My next quote. Okay. I'll need everything on this. Everything on gravitational anomalies. It's a continuation of that, but just that <laughs> order. I'll need everything on this. Okay. Everything you get me on gravitational, whatever. And the next line, she says, spatial extrusions. Spatial ex She's saying all the things that, that, that will happen from this thing. And then I didn't catch the entire quote, but the end of it is spatial extrusions. The very fabric of reality will be gone. Spatial extrusions. Okay. Yeah, sure. That's, yeah, that's how that Everything works. Everything out of her mouth sounded so stupid. 
who wrote her dialogue? Like, she this did. is what I want to know. Like, she who did. wrote her fucking dialogue? She did. Because I'm like, they, they're normally pretty good, especially when we just had that scene that we talked about in Avengers, like that bit of dialogue where they're talking about breaking the Coulomb barrier and quantum t- tunneling and stuff, which was a sequence of dialogue that made sense. So then why is it when Jane speaks, it's just like, why have you given her, is it because it's space magic and it's gods? So it has to be stuff that doesn't make any sense. But like, I don't know, man. Look, do you know, I want better representation for women in science and Jane is not it. Do you know what an extrusion is? Well, I, I, I extruded it's to a create a car yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> Just to create a different cross section by pushing something through something else. But she says spatial extrusions, like. So, so they say they're pushing something. So they're pushing another place through. Another place. Yeah. Space. So that's so there's there's a a a because it's not a portal like the way the portal opens in Avengers, and we talked about that about how in a higher dimension, you, um, that the that the dimensions or that the the points in space, uh, in a higher dimension would be the same point, and that's why you could open the portal, but it doesn't open like a portal like that. There's a an invisible field of some sort. So yeah, maybe they're just saying that like there's an intersection. There's two places, two positions in space intersecting at this point. Um, yeah, I understand things pushing on other things in space. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, they're all colliding. It's okay. spatial extrusions and the very fabric of reality will be gone. Yeah. Okay. That, that's my four quotes. I think my issue is more like how dumb she sounds every time she opens her mouth with the science thing. And I'm just, I'm just, I, mm. I, I'm hating on her so much with this character, but it I sucks. Know. She's so, so bad. I know. She's such. Uh, it's, sad. it's sad. It is sad. Like it, it, and it's like, it deserves better. And it's just kind of, it's a disappointment, but we don't have to worry about her for, for a while now. Mm-hmm. So. Okay, good. Um, uh, the only other thing I want to say is that um, there the ether is described as changing masher into dark masher to create a dark universe, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, sure, sure, yeah. Oh, that, that, that's that how was, that works. Um, right, that was kind of my number five thing. Right, we'll get into that. All right, let's get into the next question. Okay. All right, let's get well, then. All right. So number four, if you could have anything from the movie, what would it be? Or is there anything that you wish existed in our world? I loved the stealth ships. Oh. I liked that a lot as far as technology yeah. that I was like, thought that was cool and I wish it existed. But I just think the whole re- disappearing and reappearing thing is just so good and it just sounds so fun. <laughs> I, just, I just love to muck around with that. It was just such, it was such a romp. I loved it. Um, I loved the masher collapsing bomb thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, so that was like the little bit know, of just- the ether, like just disappearing. It wasn't just like a little version of what they were trying to do to the whole world. That's what I took it to be. Maybe, oh, yeah. I don't know. But it was just whatever when the it's p- particularly in the scene when the big scary dude and it's they're on the planet where they've met the dark elves and 
Loki and Thor are fighting the big scary dude and then they put the little bomb on the big dude and he just like instead of like exploding out he kind of gets In. sucked into nothingness mm. yeah I thought it was pretty cool I just enjoyed it I just thought visually it was really cool and I was like imagine that for like trash or something you know it'll go it's just like drop just just press a little button on your rubbish and it just compacts itself into and then, then it's just gone because you know that'll How be cool the use be? for it landfills just, just <laughs> <laughs> I'm really trying to not consume for right now okay uh, I'm thinking about like nice we want to consume more <laughs> consume more consume more <laughs> If we can do that, we'll be able to consume more. Yay. Yay. <laughs> uh, okay. That, that's that's all my things. That's all, that's I, all have. I have. Yeah. Okay. All right. So number five. Okay. That's the most well, that's unbelievable the thing. thing or ridiculous thing if it wasn't fiction. <laughs> the turning matter into dark matter. Yeah. <laughs> but my question is, what, them, what about themselves? Does it happen to themselves? They also turn themselves? They disappear themselves? Maybe, I guess. What do they want? I mean, I, I visualize that their idea is that basically it's more, it's just like night, like day to night is what they're trying to say it is. It's basically like, we'll get rid of all the sunlight and everything will just be dark. Like us. Like that's what I feel We're like. When, dark when people think dark matter, I think they just don't think, I, I think people don't know what dark matter is. That's like, what, first what is it? People just don't know what it is. So they just think dark well, it's a form of matter that we're not able, that, like, can interact with matter, but can't interact with light. So we can't see it. Mm-hmm. So we don't have any way of visualizing it in order to interact with it. Mm-hmm. But it can interact with matter. But we know it's there. Yeah, we know it's there. And we know that it can interact with... Um, we can create sensors that would be able to detect it through sensing abilities but like not through light so they're using bombs to turn matter into antimatter <laughs> which but means not antimatter dark, dark matter. matter sorry dark matter yeah and so then but then my questions so they're basically is like because they're dark elves so they like dark matter because it's them yeah they'll be the king of it but you're right because if they turned old matter into dark matter then the elves wouldn't be there anymore unless we're saying that in the realm of dark matter the elves are king that there's another realm like yeah yeah, exactly and that you can exist in this dark matter realm but it's just different to ours and you know what it is it's like them trying to just come up with a villain with like a thing that they want to do like just to get this movie out of the way because they have to do you know one of three things that are necessary for the next infinity wars movie and they're like it's dark elves and they want to turn all the matter into dark matter i was like okay checks out Let's do it. <laughs> I just think it's that. It's it's just like a yeah. not interesting, no motivations, yeah. just too drastic. Although the whole thing about all the worlds lining up, I was like, it's cool, kind of. I, yeah. I'm struggling to visualize, obviously, but I, I like the idea of like the fact that everything's teaming up and they're all just sort of jumping around. It's like, okay. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. But it was just um, hokey. Yeah, my, it, it, it's just, to me, I just feel like it's not a, it's not a depiction of actual dark matter. It's just a, a case of basically saying, let's take all the light, happy, good things and make it all dark and bad. <laughs> That's pretty much what they're saying, I would think. 
Um, okay, so my response was that I, I kind of already talked about it. Actually, I forgot that I had written it down as my answer here. So it's basically just the most unbelievable or ridiculous thing to me is the idea that Thor stayed on Earth just being all human, like and living a normal life with Jane, the scientist, or just the whole Thor Jane love story on the whole is the most unbelievable aspect of the movie to me in general. Oh, I'm so distressed. Are they, they and like she sucks I'd believe it more that she would go to Asgard oh really they're putting her up in a special Asgard gown and she's like <sighs> well listen if they have this soul forge thing and she's like oh my god it's a quantum field generator and she's the scientist who's so fascinated by she's an astrophysicist and she wants to learn more if you if that's your role right and then somebody from another world comes and they're like oh I love you I'm willing to live here with you and us be happy together I think would you not be like uh can we go to your planet because you've got loads of shit that I want to learn about that I've never seen before so let's go do that yeah also because then she can be that a would princess be yeah it's like the princess Learning diaries in space soul forges yeah <laughs> it's basically well, that's the story specific... it's like a Christmas prince <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there's a specific reason they can't be on Asgard, and that's what we see with the uh, with the with the final shot on Thanos. the throne with the the uh, no with the um, oh it's Loki. What? Yeah, Loki made a trick. So yeah, there has to be a reason why Thor's not there because Thor would know pretty much straight away that it's Loki. Really, so. would he? Why? He'd probably be able to tell. I wasn't really paying attention. Mm. This was but a struggle. Anyway. This was a real struggle. I don't think he's, yeah, I don't think he's moved, like, in reality, Thor hasn't moved to um, Earth and is settling down. But, like, they, they end the movie with him being there. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, we'll we'll talk more about, what, by the next time we see Thor and what's happening there, we'll, we can talk more about I'm that. I'm excited. But there's fun stuff with Thor because moving, it's, it's moving forward. Tyka. There it is. It's Taika. Yeah, it's Taika time. It's a while before we get there, but it's it's a good one. I've done a lot of the work, though. I've watched a lot. Yeah, you have. I know. That's why we've got to keep going, because like you, you, have got to get you got to get the payoff, man. So at the end of this, was it Thanos? Yes. And it was about how Thanos. Thanos, Thanos was at the end, and this is after Avengers. Like, sorry. So, Loki was sent to Earth during Avengers to get the Tesseract. Yeah. And it's and it's only then revealed that he was sent by Thanos to get the Tesseract. That's that's why. At the end of the Avengers. He was promised. Yeah. So, in Avengers, the reason Loki was sent to Earth was he was promised Earth as payment to, like... So, Loki wanted Earth to have, like, payback on Thor... And Thanos said he would give like him an army so long as he brought him back the Tesseract. Because Thanos wanted the Tesseract. So were the end credits scene at the Avengers had Thanos? Or this one? I can't remember. Uh, this this one. one had Thanos at the end. Which one at the end of yeah. the Avengers, the guy was like, Earth were not the people that you promised they were going to be. Who was that? Yeah. No, that was Thanos. Sorry, that was. That was the Thanos. guy turns around and it's Thanos. Yeah. So what was the end credits scene yeah. for Thor 2? It was Benicio Del Toro. Thor 2 was one. Yeah. Okay. The Infinity Stone. All right. That's my fault. So now we know Thanos was looking for the Tesseract. And we now know that 
the ether was an infinity stone mm-hmm. and we know that the collector now has that infinity stone okay good it's very yeah. confusing all these end credit scenes okay. are hard to keep track of I know they're, they're the setups for like the next kind of stuff so it's like but it's okay we'll 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 find it they, they, they're the important points mm-hmm. the ether is an infinity stone and the collector has okay, it okay cool Loki is still alive Thor is on earth with Jane okay. good and Thanos is the one who was pulling Loki's strings that's what he looks so silly that Thanos that was only one clip. You cannot, I will not allow you at any point to say anything negative about Josh Brolin. That's Josh Brolin? Josh fucking Brolin. Oh, it's what good, man. What the fuck? All right. Okay. We, we've final gone comments. way off topic here. Final comments. <laughs> My first final comment was Benito Del Toro being fucking ridiculous. <laughs> I love it though. It's amazing. <laughs> He's being so ridiculous. He's speaking like this or whatever. And he's got his weird lady look. He's an alien. He is? Okay, fine. Yeah. Right. Hard to tell. Um, That's my first final comment. And then Eric without pants, I guess. But like we already spoke <laughs> about that. But when they picked him up and he didn't have pants on, there was something about it that was kind of relatable because he just didn't give a shit anymore. There's like... Things that are worse now than the fact that he doesn't have pants on. Pants yeah. are uncomfortable. Yeah. Who cares? <laughs> I like that. I have one more. Well, maybe you should give some. I do. No, but on Eric, I love that scene, all right, where it's like it starts out as if he's like giving this lecture that makes sense. And then like as it kind of wides out to the camera, then that's when you notice like he's in some, he's been committed into some sort of place. Yeah. And he's got like a shoe in his or something. And it's just like, you're just like, oh, yeah. So this is what happens when somebody takes control of your brain. This is what happens to all physicists in the future. Really? We all break at some point. Yeah. Shame. It's not not true. <laughs> not, not true. It's just because it hasn't happened to you yet. It's, as I said, it's not, not true. <laughs> We'll start a pool as to which one of us is going to happen to first. Yeah. No comment. <laughs> Might be happening to me now. <laughs> the money from the pool will be donated to our future care. Oh, Let's, okay, I've got one more comment. <laughs> okay, go on. What's your final? Go on. What is it? Heimdall casually moving aside for the car bit. It's like Thor comes and then like this broken car comes. And the way Heimdall oh, just yeah. casually like mo- moves aside. It was just cute. I like him. It is. It's because he's the watcher. He sees all. I know he does, bro. I love Heimdall. I do like that we got more of him in this movie. Not much more, but a bit more. I hope he's watching watching me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that's all my stuff. Okay. All right. Okay, that's it then. Um, we have done Thor, The Dark World, and we don't ever have to do it again. Good. Frida, we can move on. <laughs> so uh, next week, our main episode is Doctor Strangelove, yeah. which I'm very excited about. And in two weeks time, we'll be back with our next Mission Catch-Up episode, which is Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Yay. Okay. All right, then. Bye. 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 <laughs>